I was going to talk about Donald Trump and all his conspiracy theories that apparently are coming really true, but I decided to cover something that would affect all of us in the future. Not that the story for Donald Trump is not important. In fact, I think that what happened to Donald Trump is something that is happening to all of us now. Let's talk about what's going on in Canada. And this all happened today. The reason we need to talk about this is because what happens north of the border typically comes down here. This is Gene, and you're listening to Dumbasses Talking Politics. Hey, hey, this is Gene. Welcome back to Dumbasses Talking Politics. So I talked to Dave yesterday, um, who hates when my podcasts go over 30 minutes, and he, we talked about the Trump thing, and we were going to talk about Donald Trump and Hillary Clinton spying on his campaign. It's bad. It's all of it is really bad. But I'm sorry, Canada went full tyrant today, and I think we need to talk about it because for some reason the United States feels the need to deal with Canada or have their political talking points in Canada come right down here, like they can do this. So today, let's talk about what Canada is doing. Uh, well, mostly that puss, um, Justin Trudeau, who's a puss, and whether it could actually come to the United States. And you can tell that Canada is doing quite a bit of what we're doing in the United States, it's just, it's hidden a little bit. So we're going to talk about, tomorrow I think we're going to talk about Trump a little bit. And then we're going to talk about some articles that are coming out of Canada and articles that are coming out of the United States and they look almost identical. It's almost creepy. So let's talk about Canada Let's talk about Canada. So, again, what happens in Canada is really important because everything that happens in Canada typically happens in the United States. But the big question is, can the left in the United States, Canada, 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 Canada is a left-wing government, can what happens in Canada actually happen in the United States? We'll talk about that. I'm thinking not. Now, I've told you, that the government is using, that the government of the United States is using this pandemic as a pretext to change the country. What uh, Glenn Beck called the Great Reset. Australia, New Zealand, and now Canada are pushing the envelope to complete the Great Reset. As a matter of fact, in Australia, that's exactly what the prime minister said they were trying to do. They were they even called it the great reset. Today, that miserable piece of crap Ken Doll tyrant, Justin Trudeau, declared a state of emergency in Canada. This is the first time that Canada has invoked the state of emergency since it was implemented in 1988. And only the third time ever that Canada has implemented a war powers state of emergency. 
So let's let's listen to uh, Justin here talk. Been used ever, but it exists for a reason. Invoking the Emergencies Act is never the first thing a government should do, nor even the second. The act is to be used sparingly and as a last resort. Right now, the situation requires additional tools not held by any other federal, provincial, or territorial law. Today, in these circumstances, it is now clear that responsible leadership requires us to do this. These measures must be and will be compliant with our Charter of Rights and Freedoms. Indeed, the Emergencies Act was created in the late 80s to flow from and uphold the Charter. We'll always defend the rights of Canadians to peaceful assembly and to freedom of expression, but these blockades are illegal, and if you're still participating, the time to go home is now. Hey, let's go over some things here. I uh, first off, the war. This is a War Powers Act. This is only supposed to happen in extreme uh, civil unrest or in I don't know war. Now, the War Powers Act for Canada was implemented back in the early 20th century and then rewritten and, and, and set up in 1988. So this is the first time it's been set up since 1988. But the War Powers Act has only been implemented in Canada three times before. During World War I, during World War II, and in 1970 by, guess what? Trudeau's father for something called the October Crisis. Now, the October Crisis, you could sit back and say, okay, that's something you needed to implement it for because a, a, a group called the Front for Liberation of Quebec or Front de Liberation de Quebec, if my French, French is okay, kidnapped a deputy premier, Pierre Laporte, and a British diplomat, James Cross. I don't know. Maybe I'm way off here. Yeah, that seems like it might be an okay thing to implement. But not because a bunch of truckers are parking, parked out front, honking their horns and having barbecues. Now, let's understand something about the blockade. It is illegal. It's illegal. It's annoying. But it's also peaceful. Not one person has been injured. Not one building has been burned down. Not one person has been killed. So it is a peaceful civil disobedience protest that is happening right now. And I would understand if the police had to come in and arrest people and actually tow the trucks. I would get that. That's not what this does. And it's actually quite scary. And he says, hey, we could do... This is like not the first or even the second line. It should be the last resort. Well, he hasn't even performed any of the first resorts, which is what the people want. 
I mean, here's something wild and crazy. He could talk to the truckers. He could, I don't know, end the restrictions. Which, as you'll see later, half of Canada is doing right now. But no, he implements the War Powers Act. And this is coming from a guy who protested with BLM in the middle of 2020. Listen, he doesn't want the and the restrictions. That's what this whole thing comes down to. He likes the power of his government. I'm going to get into more of that later. So let's listen to uh, Justin Barbie doll talk. And uh, and by the way, the Barbie doll or the Ken doll, which I call Justin Trudeau, same in California. Gavin Newsom is nothing but a Ken doll. Gavin Newsom is exactly like Justin Trudeau. So let's let's hear his final comments on this. I know that everyone is tired of this pandemic. We're hearing your frustration with COVID and even with the temporary measures we had to put forward to keep people safe. I know people are frustrated. I hear it. You have a right to express that frustration and even your anger with the government or government policies. It's something we'll always defend in this free and democratic country. But blockading streets and critical infrastructure and depriving your neighbors of their freedoms is a totally different thing. It has to stop. I sure hate when guys talk like he does. I mean, uh, he, he sits there and he tries to talk in this calming manner. And the reality, he's basically saying, F you. That's what he's saying. The pandemic, I know I'm probably going to get banned from YouTube for this. I'm going to say it. The pandemic, for all intents and purposes, is over. Most of Canada is vaccinated. Higher percentage is vaccinated in Canada than the United States. Most of the truckers, 90% are vaccinated. Provinces in Canada, including Ottawa, are ending their restrictions. Why doesn't he just end the restrictions? He does not hear the frustration. He does not want to hear the frustrations. He does not care about the frustrations. If he did, he would have talked to the truckers instead of running away like a freaking coward and hiding in his basement. Let's understand something. He supports protests if he believes in what the protests are about. He supported the BLM riots in the middle of the pandemic. He walked outside, met with the rioters, and knelt like a little bitch. Which is what he is. During the riots in Canada, the BLM riots, people were hurt and killed. Buildings were burned. He didn't implement this War Powers Act. And he was good with it. Good with the riots. And the fact of the matter is, if he did implement the War Powers Act, then it might have been made a little bit more sense 
because of the violence that was happening during the BLM riots. There are no riots here. There's no buildings being burned down. No one's getting hurt. To this day, there has not been one person that was injured. Not one person that was killed. No buildings were burned. Nothing has happened. By the way, is this even appropriate? According to Wikipedia, the emerg- a quote here, the emergency must be, quote, a national emergency, end quote, which means an, quote, urgent and critical situation of a temporary nature, end quote, and neither, and either a, quote, seriously endangers lives, health, and safety of Canadians and is such is of such appropriation of proportions or nature as to exceed the capacity or authority of a province to deal with or b seriously threaten the ability of the government of Canada to preserve sovereignty security and territorial integrity of Canada and that cannot be effectively dealt with under the law of Canada end quote okay so let's take take a look at this. Nobody is in danger. No one has been injured or killed. No building has been burned down. So no to provision A. Canada's sovereignty, security, and territorial integrity are not under attack. No one's saying overturn the government of Canada. So no to provision B. So enacting this is not necessary. The other thing is a lot of the territories, and we're going to talk about this later, are ending the mask mandates, the vax mandates, and the vax passports. Ontario Ontario is ending all this this week. Now, this is where you're going to dislike me. And I agree with this, and this is kind of a leftist position, and it's really not a leftist position. It's kind of a right-wing position, too. These truckers are breaking the law. Let's not BS. These truckers are breaking the law. And the government has to hold criminals in contempt. Yes, they are doing what Gandhi did. They're doing what Martin Luther King did. They are, they are protesting by going against the government. They are interfering with the government. Gotcha. Gandhi got arrested. Civil disobedience. <coughs> That's what I'm getting at. Yes, civil disobedience. Good thing. It's a good thing. And I think what the truckers are doing is good. But with civil disobedience could come arrest. And I got news for you. Um, Gandhi got arrested. Martin Luther King got arrested for civil disobedience. Justin Trudeau, he is completely outside the world as far as why he's doing this. And we're going to talk about that too. But he is in his rights to arrest these people because they are criminals. They are doing something illegal. Oh, they're not criminals. I'm, I'm sorry. Let me change that. They're doing something illegal. And 
he is in his rights for they, he, to arrest these people. But, but, arrest is not a bad thing here. And you can't arrest them all. You can't tow all the trucks. And this is the point of this whole thing. So yes, Justin Trudeau can't arrest... Now, again, the War Powers Act, do you really need the War Powers Act to arrest these people? This is where Trudeau steps over the line. And we're going to talk about why he stepped over the line a little later. Because I can't believe this is the only guy in the world who listened to Joe Biden. But I, I get where he's coming from. I just think he's going overboard. And I think he has other... He has other reasons why he's doing this. So let's listen to why he's doing this and what this War Powers Act gives him. Justin Trudeau. Here is Christia Freeland, which is a weird name for this, stating what is actually going to go into effect. And there are three points that she brings up. And I'm going to record, I'm going to show you the three points I'm also going to bring up other things that I didn't record. So let's listen to the first point. Invoking the Emergencies Act, we are announcing the following immediate actions. First, we are broadening the scope of Canada's anti-money laundering and terrorist financing rules so that they cover crowdfunding platforms and the payment service providers they use. These changes cover all forms of transactions, including digital assets, such as cryptocurrencies. The illegal blockades have highlighted the fact that crowdfunding platforms and some of the payment service providers they use are not fully captured under the Proceeds of Crime and Terrorist Financing Act. Our banks and financial institutions are already obligated to report to the Financial Transactions and Reports Analysis Centre of Canada, or FinTrack. As of today, all crowdfunding platforms and the payment service providers they use must register with FinTrack and they must report large and suspicious transactions to FinTrack. This will help mitigate the risk that these platforms receive illicit funds, increase the quality and quantity of intelligence received by FinTrack, and make more information available to support investigations by law enforcement into these illegal blockades. We are making these changes because we know that these platforms are being used to support illegal blockades and illegal activity, which is damaging the Canadian economy. Okay, some things here. They're calling the truckers criminals and terrorists. They are breaking the law. No, I just talked about that. But is that really going to be a good thing during the elections? Don't forget, these the truckers were considered essential workers during the pandemic, and now that they're not doing not. 10% of them aren't doing what they're supposed to do is now 
they're criminals and terrorists, that's not going to go well during the elections. And we'll talk about Trudeau. Trudeau's in big trouble. By the way, Justin Trudeau's, well, we'll talk about it now. Justin Trudeau's uh, approval ratings are going straight into the toilet. The guy has the same ratings as Biden does right now. And there's a reason for that. Why he listened to Biden, I have no freaking idea. The other problem I have with this whole thing is they're, expand, quote, expanding the law to include crowdfunding sites, end quote. What these guys are doing is changing the law. They're, they're attacking lawful sites. And they're manipulating, like, GoFundMe and things like this. And they're attacking cryptocurrency? There are no laws on Canada for that. So without any legislation, they're changing the law that determines what is a terrorist and what is a criminal. This is insane. And of course, we're going to hear things that are worse. They're changing, they're making demands of banks so the government knows what people are doing with their bank accounts? Does that sound familiar? I mean, now they're they're sitting back and they, they want to look at what people are doing with their money? I do want to point out what is damaging the Canadian economy too, which is what this broad actually said. Freeland? What a weird name. What damaged the economy of Canada was the Canadian government by shutting everything down and continually shutting everything down. Let's listen to the second uh, proposition that the government wants to induce. Second, the government is issuing an order with immediate effect under the Emergencies Act authorizing Canadian financial institutions to temporarily cease providing financial services where the institution suspects that an account is being used to further the illegal blockades and occupations. This order covers both personal and corporate accounts. Awesome. The government is making it that you can't access your money, either through your business account or your personal account. This is Nazi communist crap. Okay, here's our third provision. Probably the most disturbing provision. Third, we are directing Canadian financial institutions to review their relationships with anyone involved in the illegal blockades and report to the RCMP or CSIS. As of today, a bank or other financial service provider will be able to immediately freeze or suspend an account without a court order. So banks can take away an individual's money with no due process? The banks don't need proof. They can just suspect that someone is belongs to the protest and they can take it back? Okay, there are some things I need to point out here. One, um, Trudeau says that this policy will only be enacted for 30 days. Then they would review it, and if needed, it would be extended. 
What do you think is going to happen then? You think Trudeau is going to just give up his power after a month? Yeah, I doubt that too. The other thing is I find very disturbing is that they want to make this legis they want to make this legislation. They want to make banks working with the government with your money permanent. Not your money, Canadian money, Canadian citizens. They want to make this permanent. The government wants the ability to hurt people. And the final thing that is not brought up in any of this is that Justin Trudeau listened to Joe Biden. This came after Joe Biden said, end this. Because we've got a horrible crisis in this country when it comes to getting products into this country. Most of the products come from Canada. Joe Biden had, I think it was like an hour-long conversation with him. And uh, Jen, Justice Trudeau decided to go for that. He's the only politician in the world that is listening to Joe Biden. So how do you think this is going to work for Justin Trudeau? His poll numbers are down. People are asking him to freaking resign. It's not going well. And then he demonizes the old deplorables thing that Hillary Clinton did on truckers, yeah, that's probably not going to be a good thing. It's probably not going to work out real well for you. It didn't work out that well for Hillary, which we'll talk a lot about tomorrow. By the way, did they do any of this during the BLM riots? Did Justin Trudeau condemn the BLM riots? I already, you already know the answer. I said it earlier. I mean, the same BLM riots that were in Canada, violent, anti-governmental uprisings. These riots did burn down government buildings. These riots did injure and kill people. This act would have been justifiable then. Of course not. Justin Trudeau believed in those riots. He believed they would get him what he wanted, which is power. That's what these guys are all about. By the way, I find it ironic. Um, in the same press conference, and I know half of it's French, which is just really weird. Okay, half is in French. He said they were giving Ukraine about a half billion dollars and sending weapons to Ukraine, and they did not stop stop to think that they would send Canadian troops to Ukraine to counter the threat of that evil Vladimir Putin. I find it weird that he is pushing for freedom for the Ukrainians while taking away freedom from Canadians. How can someone sit back and say, 
we are going to fight for the freedom of other countries when you can't even fight for the freedom of your own country. Okay, and that leaves us with the big question. Is what's happening in Canada, can it happen in the United States? And you know what? That's a complicated answer. It's not a yes-no answer. Yes, it could. And it is. But it will not be from the government. It will not be from the United States government. Let me be clear. Corporations will try attempt to actually change us. GoFundMe has already manipulated how we can donate. PayPal has already disallowed payments to businesses like the NRA. Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, TikTok, and Instagram are already censoring what we hear and see. And the government is asking for more. Not the, the Trump government, mind you. The right-wing white supremacist government. It's this government. Banks like Bank of America are already reporting transactions to the government and refusing to deal with certain organizations like the NRA. Hollywood and the media are already using propaganda to push a narrative of a big controlling government. Like, that's good! But the United States government cannot do it like Canada. They, it, it'll fail. The first, there's three reasons that I can come up with right now. The Constitution. The Constitution is the law of the land. It's absolute. And it, it basically says the government can't overreach. It even says they can't overreach based on what Facebook says. That if they influence Facebook, that's a government overreach. And I think even the most liberal judges will say, yeah, you can't do that. The checks and balances of the court system is also a real positive. Now, we can, with executive orders and things like that, we can sit there and just throw out checks and balances between the Senate, the House, the President. We can't throw out the checks and balances of the court system. So, a, a judge makes a ruling, it's appealed to an appellate court, the appellate court makes the same ruling, it's then goes to a district court, the district court says, I don't want to deal with this, or they agree with the ruling, it goes to the Supreme Court, and the Supreme Court reads the Constitution and bases it on the Constitution. This is why packing the court is so dangerous. It takes away the checks and balances. And the fact that the United States allows guns. Canada doesn't have any guns. New Zealand doesn't have any guns. Australia doesn't have any guns. The United States does. That doesn't mean we should go out and start shooting people. It means that when a group of people can get together and say, listen, the government's got some problems here. And that group of people becomes a, wait for it, wait for it, a militia. What we need to do in this country is fight for the culture. And what's the good news? It's happening now. Conservatives have their own social media platforms. 
such as Getter and Rumble. We're beginning to make our own movies with non-Hollywood independent filmmakers. An example would be Shut In from uh, The Daily Wire. They released their own film. The film has a 98% positive rating for, uh, for viewers on Rotten Tomatoes and has an 87% positive rating from critics. We already have our own media outlets, Fox News, Daily Wire, Blaze TV, OAN. We're already beginning to fight the culture civil war. And that's what it comes down to. This is the modern civil war. The battlefield is the culture. That is going to be the big problem the left is going to have. Conservatives create. And what they create is fun and beautiful. It celebrates Western civilization and the goodness of humanity without ignoring the ugliness. Slavery was the ugliness of Western civilization. We dealt with it. And we don't stop teaching about it. It promotes moral behavior, response, personal responsibility, and personal, res- and personal freedom as a God-given right. And it even says that in the Constitution. And it's not even... It's a secular statement in the Constitution. It's not like you've got to be a Catholic. You've got to be a Muslim. You've got to be a Jew. It doesn't say any of that. It just says, rights on high. This is a wonderful thing. But what does the left have to offer? Please, what does the left have to offer? The left does nothing but destroy and condemn. They cancel. They do no art. And what they produce is dank and hollow. They thrive on hate and accusation. They see people as sheep that should do what they are told. And those sheep have no agency to make decisions. This is a really crappy way to live. And we're seeing this now. I mean, you've got the school boards in this country saying that parents should have no say in their kids' educations. Wait, you're telling me I don't have the freedom to teach my kids? I don't have the freedom to say I want my kids to learn this and not that? If we decide to fight the culture war, we will win. Just like how AOC and Gretchen Whitmer vacation in the free state of Florida because it's better. Because personal choice, personal responsibility is always better. And because it's beautiful there. By the way, did the protests in Canada with the truck with Canadian truckers work? Did they influence the United States? Did they work in Canada? Yeah. The providences, providences of Canada are opening up, contrary to what Justin Trudeau is saying, 
the whole Ontario Canada, uh, whole Ontario province is opening up. No more vax mandates. No more vax um, passports. No more testing. No more masks. It's happening. And that makes Trudeau look worse. And his polls are showing it. Is it working in the United States? Yes. Today, Washington, D.C. Afraid of another trucker protest that starts in the United States? Has opened up their city. Getting rid of vax mandates, vax passports, testing, masking. Washington, D.C. did this. That goes a long way. That goes along with New York, California, Vermont, Illinois, New Jersey, Oregon, Delaware, and Connecticut. All blue, blue states. That's awesome. We need to keep fighting. And thank you, Canadian truckers, for helping us out. We needed to come back to our revolutionary freedom roots. And it took Canada to do it. Canadian truckers to do it. Good for them. Good for them. Okay, visit my website, dumbassestalkingpolitics.com. Lots of, lots of things. Tomorrow we'll talk about Trump, because I don't think anything bizarre is going to happen today. This is Gene, and you've listened to Dumbasses Talking Politics. <laughs>